What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace, this is Outlaw. And you listen to the Aiden Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a top five, which is essentially us going through our top five of any particular topic. So it can range from like top albums ever, top five albums of all time, top five producers of all time. Uh, on this very first segment, we're going to do a very fun one. So we're going to do the top five whitest hip hop songs of all time. <laughs> and before we get started, I guess we should at least acknowledge Panama for okay. this, right? Okay. Um, so this isn't necessarily inspired by, inspired by Panama, but we do at least have to acknowledge that on his Dear Culture podcast, which y'all should check out, he invited Yinka and I on there to do our top five blackest songs of all time for yeah. Black Music Month. Yeah. Um, now, this is just something that just happened to pop into my head mm-hmm. because one of these songs was in my head. And I was like, yeah, that's a white ass hip hop song. We should do a top five for white ass hip hop songs. Uh, so that's exactly what we're doing on this episode. So uh, I'm going to go through my list of top five and Yinka will go through his list of top five. And if y'all have anything to contribute, you can you know, sh- share your thoughts in the comments. All right. All right, so uh, should I should I start it off? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so my fifth whitest hip hop song of all time is none by none other than Run DMC. It's tricky. This is released 1987 and is produced by Rick Rubin. Um, yeah, so you're familiar with the song? It's tricky. Yeah, yeah. So the the reason why this goes into my list is because I only know this song because of uh, like not Powder Puff, but like Homecoming Pep rallies. Okay, stuff, right. So. You went to Oakland, Oakland, uh-huh. right? Did you have a uh, when you did a homecoming? Did you have like a male dream uh, drill team? I don't think so. Don't All right, so you did. You guys have a drill team? Do you know what the drill team is? No, nah, what's that? Drill team was essentially just like they weren't cheerleaders, but they were like the dance troupe for okay. whatever, right? Yeah. So for our homecoming pep rallies at Lake Braddock, y- y'all had male male cheerleaders for the pep rally. Oh, okay. Right. So it's essentially, I think it was a male drill team. I forget uh-huh. exactly what it was called, but it was essentially like. These bros would go out there. There'd always be like a, a few token black guys, right? But they're in there in their white t-shirts and they've got like their 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 pom-pom uh, skirts or whatever. Um, and it's supposed to be silly. And they're in there dancing and doing oh, whatever, right? Okay. Um, and one of the songs that they always played was It's Tricky mm-hmm. from Run DMC. It's the only time I've ever really heard this song is was it was in like white spaces. Okay. Um, you know, it's tricky to rock around to rock around. Yeah. It's right on time. It's tricky. So, I wouldn't think of it as a white hip hop song, but uh, but white people definitely know that song. I I've never heard this. I never heard like black people play this song. <laughs> I only know this song from white people. Okay. Um. You know the the funny thing about this though is it's uh. Did you know that Run DMC were not on Def Jam? I, they were managed by Rush. They were managed but by they, Russell, but they weren't. But they were not on Def Jam. Jam. They were That's on true. Profile. I didn't. I don't think I remember that. But yeah. Well, I I, have, I, I I remember that they were not on Def Jam, but I don't know that I remember. Them yeah. Them. I mean, I, I was looking that because up. because LL Cool J was the first um, Def Jam artist. Maybe it was LL Cool J, or I know BC Boys were also on Def Jam. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but look, but it was produced by Rick Rubin, mm-hmm. um, and quite Rick Rubin is on here quite a few times, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so this is this is my number five and uh, top five whitest hip hop songs. Okay. All right, so number four, and this is the same concept. Quite a few of these are actually the same thing. Uh, I'm at the pep rally, and this song is always, and I'm talking about like from from year to year to year, right? So Lake Braddock was a secondary school, meaning that seventh, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, and twelfth grade, all in the same school, and we always did these homecoming pep rallies. So for six straight years, I heard these two songs every single homecoming for this male dream uh, drill team. Uh, so number four on this list is from the Beastie Boys, Brass Monkey. Okay. Um, yeah, that's and a look, song. You, you, you gotta have 
you got to have Beastie Boys on here at least once. And that's no disrespect <laughs> to Beastie Boys. Um, they got some they got some jams that I really, really like. But Brass Monkey is, again, it's a song that I've only heard in these very, very white spaces. Yeah. Um, I've never heard a black person listening to, to Brass Monkey. Exactly. And ever. this is, but this is one that like, I just, I heard constantly, constantly, constantly in these white spaces at these pep rallies. And it's just a song that I just heard white people celebrate a lot. So okay. you know, number four, BC Boys, Brass Monkey. All right, number three is I'm sure something that's going to be on your list as well. Mm. Uh, and that is Sir Mix-A-Lot, uh, Baby Got Back, released 1992. Again, produced by Rick Rubin, which I did not know. I did not know that either. Yes, Rick Rubin produced this one. Wow. Is okay. this one on your list? For sure. Yeah. And so yeah. the funny thing is I actually kind of have to like apologize to Sir Mix-A-Lot a little bit, right? Okay. He actually had a decent rap career before this single. Mm. He, I think his debut album went plastic, uh, platinum. He's from, <laughs> I know, it went platinum. He's from Washington, I think. And he's got Washington joints. Washington State? I think so. Okay. And he's got joints to sound like they're like the old like iced tea kind of vibe, okay. right? Um, he's like, I think that when he made this song, he had good intentions. Mm. It was just really, really bad. Um, like the objectification of black women. Like I, like I remember hearing his thoughts on this when it came out. And he was like, mm. look. I don't like the way that these white women get celebrated. And I don't like the way mm. that they they shit on our black women. I want to celebrate the curviness of black women. Y'all think right. it's ugly. I want to celebrate this. That was his intention. Yeah. It just landed all wrong. And I think the fact that he has like the white, the Beckys at the beginning of the song. Right, right, off, like, right. White people took this and all the things <laughs> that he was trying to do, they ended up like... They, they ended up just using that as like ammunition for all the things that they 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 they, they feel about black women and, and and bodies and all this other shit. And they have completely taken this song and co-opted it. And I don't know if it's rightly so or what, but white people love this song so yeah, much. They do. This is another one that was uh, that was constantly in the pep rallies. And um, yeah, like I, I know it's on your list, so so there you go. Mm. Um, all right, so number two from Eminem, and we have to have a white song from Eminem. I'm gonna go with the real Slim Shady, and this is released 2000. Um, it's the first single off the Marshall Mathers LP. And if you go back and listen to our podcast on the Marshall Mathers LP, which I would highly recommend, it's one of our better ones. Um, we made the point that Eminem was like a battle rapper who wasn't battling any other hip hop MCs in the game, with the exception of Will Smith. But Will Smith was also a pop icon. And the ironic thing about this is that Eminem wanted to be respected as this dope MC lyricist, which he absolutely was. But the music that he was making wasn't really for that audience. And I think that I remember when he did this whole performance and he, he came out and he actually gave a pound to Carson Daly and Fred Durst or whatever. And he had all those other white boys out there with the platinum blonde hair and everything. And he's sitting there and he's dissing Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and all this stuff. And it's just like this the ironic thing that this guy who wanted the respect, the hip hop respect that he had initially, right? All of his battle raps are all to pop icons, which for me solidified Eminem as a pop icon, which probably was not his intention, but that is what it is. So real Slim Shady, we got to give that to one of the, the, the whitest hip hop songs you'll ever hear. And then my last one, number one, I'm going to give it to Flo Rida Low. <laughs> yes. This one was released uh, 2007. Uh, I think T-Pain is heavily involved in this. Mm -hmm. And for me, this is the whitest hip hop song I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't think that that was Flo Rida's intention when he first came out. Um, I think that when, when T-Pain brought Flo Rida into the game, 
it was very much capitalizing on whatever T-Pain sound like that whole era of hip hop, which I absolutely yeah. hate. Yeah. Right. Flo Rida is in that. And I think initially this is a song that I would hear at black parties uh-huh. for about like a few months. Mm-hmm. And then for the next 10 years, the only time I ever heard this song <laughs> was at white parties. And yeah. I feel like this is one of those songs that like white people like that they don't realize that black people don't really fuck with this dude I like that. This shit. Right. Yeah, and, and like, Look, you, you've been around here. Have you ever partied in Clarendon and Roslyn, anything oh, like that? I, I try not to. But have, but you've been there. I, I have, yeah. You'll hear Clarendon this song twice a night. Yeah, that's right. Right? They fucking love this shit. They do love it. And, you know, the fact that they even cracked that joke in, um, in Atlanta about Flo Rida, I think it was season one when they cracked oh. the joke about like playing Flo Rida, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just had to acknowledge that every single time this, <laughs> this, this song is played, I don't hear any black people really, really jam into it. And I've seen like video footage of Flo Rida in concerts. Mm-hmm. Everybody there is, is feels like they're white or white yeah. adjacent somehow. Yeah. And I just feel like Flo Rida, like he's just that guy that, that white people sometimes when they like fetishize black blackness and they think they're like, oh, like he's representative of of everything cool that's black. They look to him and of course he's giving them space. And so they feel elevated by being in his presence or whatever. That's just kind of like my thoughts about yeah, Flo Rida like and this song it. Low. Anyway, yeah. I hate this song, but this yeah. is some this is some white ass hip hop shit. Yeah, it's so, some white ass shit. Um, so there we go. So so on the on the <laughs> on the Flo Rida tip, uh I my Memory of Flo Rida, because literally the only thing I I will want to even remember about this dude um, is uh, me and Brian, rest in peace, uh, the homie Brian. So me, B, a couple other the homies, we used to, uh, like maybe once a year or something like that, we would rent a, a house in the hills in, in Cali okay, and throw a party out All there, right? right? So... So we uh, we rent this house and we you know we we're out in LA, um, and so you know we would like meet girls and invite them to this party or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So Brian you know meets these girls and he invites them to the party, um, and so we had one rule: you could come, you could bring your girls, but no dudes. Can't <laughs> bring no dudes. That's the that's the one rule. So um, I, I'll never forget B, me and B, we sitting, we sitting in the house. We, you know, we getting everything ready. We putting out the drinks, whatever. Chick calls. Uh, Brian puts it on speaker, and she's like, "Hey, yeah. So um, I know you guys said that like we can't bring any guys or anything, but like, do you think that you can make an exception?" And then she's like, "My friend, he's flow rider." Right. <laughs> so Brian so Brian turns to me and he goes, Flow Rider? And I said, nah, fuck that. No dudes. <laughs> no dudes. Right. So so she he's like, Yeah, nah, sorry. The homie said the homie said no dudes. She was like, uh, you could you could hear her like hesitating because you know California like Everybody's all about clout and mm. like, you know, celebrity and shit. So she she thought because she said it was Flow Rider, <laughs> we were gonna be like, yeah. It's like, nah, fuck that. No dudes. Shit was hilarious. So every time I think of Flow Rider, I think of how I was like, no, that nigga can't come to the party. What was this? <laughs> this must have been, man, 2014, 15. Okay, all right. So this is well after. So yeah. what if it was like Flow Rider in 2007? Would y'all made it the exception? No. Okay. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> what if it what if it was Snoop though or someone cool? If it was Snoop, I'd probably be like, yeah. Right, well, Flo Rida, definitely strong no. Sorry, that's bro. Yo. Uh, that's but anyway, yeah, that's that's my memory of Flo Riders, not letting him come to our party. So before we get into yours, how's my list? It's solid. Um, solid. It's solid. I wouldn't have thought 
about Flo Rida just because I don't think about Flo Rida. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm glad that he made the list. I feel like the Beasties is easy. Yeah, slow Beasties hanging is fruit. Easy. Uh, what was the first one? The, the uh, it's, tricky. it's tricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's cool. right. um, so what we got. I'll go through mine pretty quick. Uh, number five, Nelly, Ride With Me. Okay. Um, white people fucking love this song. And I don't know, I don't know black people that like listen to this song. Like, I feel like Nelly has a couple of records that black people like will still listen to. But like, I've never been at a black party and Ride With Me come on. Was Ride With Me, was that on the debut album? Mm-hmm. Black like, people yeah. fuck with that shit for a minute though. But now, like, like no, you, not now, not if now. If you wanna not go now. and think I'm riding no. with me, white people fucking love that shit. Yeah, in mind every time. No, nah, that's the. Oh, I mean, look, yeah, I think yeah. that was the same thing for for Low, right? Like yeah. when that song came out, yeah, we were cool. playing at the black straight. parties, yeah. and then it had its run, and then wait, right. why is it? Why am I still hearing this song? Exactly. Same thing for Ride with yeah, Me. Like why? Oh, they yo, love it. That shit was like. 2000 or whatever right, like right. let it go exactly but i don't know what like i don't know what it is about there's certain things that they they just latch onto and they make it theirs like ride must with me is money. white people it, it, maybe that's what it is i don't know maybe it's must be the money probably like, that must be what it is i All mean right. look nelly was really good with tricks yeah right yeah. um and it's got the little it's got the guitar in there mm-hmm. and it sounds very palatable for them yeah like, that's true know. that's true it sounds like a post malone song before post malone yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, look, it's it's a pop song. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. So there you go. Uh yeah, it's, next it's a good pick though. That's I number five, right? It. That's number five. Right. Number four, Kanye West, Gold Digger. Really? Um, yes. I think this is the song that makes white people think they can say nigga. And I think that's the reason oh. why they like this song so much. But I I I always wondered like why do white people love this song so much? Because like we like we liked it too, right? Like yeah. black people liked it I love when it came when out. It first came out. Yeah, but but like if you go to a white party now, like Gold Digger, that they love it, and I, and they love the part when it's if she ain't messing with no, like they oh, yeah. they like they like to teeter the line, like walk to the borderline of saying the word nigga. Like I don't know, I think that's the reason they like this song. But white Man, people love this song. It's not just that one. Look, sucker nigga. I've been at a tribe concert when <laughs> white folks had no filter. Yeah. You also have niggas in Paris, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, look, there's quite a few. But Gold Digger's the one that, like, I think they love, like, all the stereotypes, like, we want prenup and all the, you know, all the, the shit like that. You know, they, lo- they love it. Like, look, white try, people the, love try this on for size. One of my coworkers, he's my boss's son, okay. right? And someone had, for whatever reason, like we're we're on Teams, we're on a group chat or whatever, and he and so we're we're typing some things, and he types he types down. He says, I think he says hot, um, or he said Bobby Schmurder, um, was my yeah, but he didn't he didn't actually say the word, okay. but he said Bobby Schmurder. That was that was our theme song in college, and I was like, I know every single one of y'all said the N word, like. Don't tell you, me you that said that to him. No, but like no, but so oh, here's okay. the thing though. We also have at work on Teams. We also have a black chat. Okay. Where it's just like black coworkers, and we're talking, uh, and we're like, you know, good and goddamn well, he dropped yeah, the N in college. Yeah, like anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So all right, that was my number Gold four. Digger. Got you. Number three, uh, Eminem, lose yourself. Okay. Um, I feel like lose yourself is like the Rocky theme yes, song for white people now. Yeah. Like and like they, they can rap every like mom spaghetti to the point where mom he's spaghetti. even he's even able to create a restaurant called mom spaghetti because white we, people like that song so he has a restaurant called mom spaghetti it's a chain now that they're putting <laughs> out in detroit um so i look, think they look. i think they opened their flagship location like last year look no disrespect to eminem or that song cuz i actually think that's one of it's the last good, good songs he made yeah, right yeah. but it also 
spawned one of my favorite jokes from Chappelle's show when Chappelle is doing like his life story okay. and he's talking about how he's rapping and he's like jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes and spaghetti 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 right 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 but yeah no that's uh look if White it people wasn't fucking love that song. if it wasn't going to be the real slim shady uh-huh. it was definitely going to be lose yourself yeah, yeah so like yeah, that's yeah. like their motivational like whenever yeah. they have like sports highlights and it's their guy you have to have eminem eminem lose yourself on in the background right, right. for sure for sure hilarious yeah that's a good pick that's number is that number three that's number three all right Number two, you had this already. Baby got Baby back. Got back. Yeah. Uh, Sir mix a lot. We don't have to talk about it more, right, but cool. but yeah, that that's white people fucking love that they song. Do fucking love that yeah. song. Like and they and like unironically. That's yeah. <laughs> they don't realize how like offensive it is. Yeah. They just they 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 love it and it's just yeah yeah. Oh my god, Becky, look at her. Oh my god, they love that. That was another one that they played at the pep rallies too. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. All right. Number, Number one, one whitest song of all time. Whitest hip hop song. What was you? What Vanilla you got? Ice, 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 Baby. Okay. It, it had to be. I'm, I was actually surprised it wasn't on your list. Look, that to me was kind of like the low hanging fruit. The low hanging fruit. And yeah. that, like, Ice, Ice, Baby mm. is not a song that's really. I think it's so obvious that it hasn't really carried throughout the years. Like, yeah. so for, like, for example, there's no reason why It's Tricky and Brass Monkey, why I had to listen to these songs so much okay. as, as, as an adolescent, but I did. Okay. Ice Ice Baby never really carried. And yeah. it's also kind of like a joke. Like when you say Ice That's Ice true. Baby, like you're, you're referencing Vanilla Ice, it's kind of like a joke. No one really jams to that now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like at, at a throwback party, whatever, like no one's going to put that on unless they're being ironic. So mm-hmm. that's why it's not on my list. Well, no, white people put it on, they and they're not, and they're not being okay. like they're not joking. All right. The all other right. crazy thing about it is "Under Pressure" is actually a great yes, song. It is, and by, like, um, is that by Queen or is that by the Clash? Queen and David Bowie? David Bowie, yes. Queen yeah, and David yeah. Bowie, nice. And um, but it like, a good song. It's, but now it's like when you hear the you don't you don't know where where it's going. Like, like, and and it's more likely to be going. Ice, 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 ice baby. baby than it is under pressure, which is well. It's a know. good point because when I hear that opening, I'm like, if I hear under pressure, I feel like, oh, good. yeah, yeah, I'm exactly, exactly. Yeah, like like oh, when when I hear when I hear <laughs> under pressure, like I like breathe a sigh of relief, like yes, thank God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, look, uh, I, I think I think the real obvious one for me for both of us was obviously Baby Got Back, but yes. Yeah. For sure, uh, Ice Ice Baby is definitely one of the whitest hip hop songs you will you will ever hear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is, right? Like, I had a couple of honorable mentions. Okay. And one of one of them is your man's. Which one's? Juicy, by okay. Biggie. I feel like white people have co-opted that joint. Like, like it's like this. It might be theirs now. I feel like it took a while for that to happen, though. Yeah. It wasn't right away. Yo, it's bad now. Like, I I'll never forget. I was a. Uh, this was man. This must have been four years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was at a corporate, uh, a corporate function, right? Yeah. Um, it was a corporate end of the year party. Yeah. So they they took us to like a dinner or whatever, and then afterwards, the, the dinner was in like Chinatown in New York, mm-hmm. and so um, there was a karaoke bar next next door to the this because um, it was like Korean barbecue. Okay. Um, and the next door was this this karaoke spot. Gotcha. So they took they took us to this karaoke spot afterwards. So we're there. It's me, yeah. a bunch of white people. You know how it is, right? You know where this is going, yeah. right? So so we're there. Of course, these people, they don't know that I rap. They don't even know that I'm into rap. I'm just the thing. black guy there, right? And I don't talk about anything personal at all. Yeah. So I'm chilling and, the, you know, they're, they're getting different people to go up and sing. And they're like, oh, Yinka, sing, you know? And I'm like, nah, I'm cool. You know, I'm just chilling <laughs> in the back. You, you don't want to sing? 
So then, nah, so then bro. they start they start picking songs for me, right? <laughs> Jesus. So of course, the first song they pick is Juicy, and they're like, "Yinka, go up and rap to Juicy." And I'm like, "I don't know this song," right? <laughs> and they're like, "What do you mean you don't know this song?" I'm like, "I don't know. I've never heard this song." <laughs> and they're all looking at me like, "What the fuck is wrong with this black guy?" <laughs> but G- but, but, but yeah. Yinka, you wear you wear loose fitting jeans and a cap. You've got a you've got a jersey but on. They've never they've never seen me in know, casual clothing. I look like every other token black person in corporate America to them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so somebody else had to rap Juicy, and you could tell, like you you, you could tell when the, the rap songs, every time the N words coming up, they're like, oh, looking over at me, like, uh, can I can we say it? Is he gonna be offended? Like, <laughs> you know, the, the funniest thing about the N word, right, is that like for a solid ten years of my life, I think from the age nineteen through like twenty nine, I did not say the N word. In fact, because we had like a pact in college, hmm. this is all the like the New York New Yorkers were like, yeah, we're gonna stop saying the N word. The longest time we just did not say it, including when we rapped songs. Okay. It's not that hard to not say it. It really, really, really <laughs> isn't. It really is not that hard to just bleep it out. Yeah, so it's privilege. Yeah. So the last, the last honorable mention. I don't these, are the, honorable these, mention. these were the two that I had that to push. I had to push off the list. Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know that I've ever. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen black people admit to liking this song. But I white used to like people, it back in the day. But white people love this song. You know what, though? Look, real talk, uh, Will Smith from 1997 through 2000 is probably like one of the whitest hip-hop songs ever. <laughs> I mean, look, you think about it, like, he had the Wild Wild West. Yeah. He had Men, Men in Black, Black, which, look, which actually, is not that bad. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Men in Black is actually kind of like... It's, it's a little bit of a bop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you had, you had Miami. Uh-huh. You had... Um, the one you just said, getting jiggy yeah, with it. Jiggy with it. Yeah. And then of course, like that, that was Wild Wild West song was oh fucking horrible. It was terrible. But it was all also picking <laughs> piggybacking off of uh Fresh Prince. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Which would be a white ass hip hop song. But, but I think black still, people are still holding yeah, on to it. Black folks are like, like nah, nah, y'all, 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 y'all ain't gonna get this. You one. can you can borrow it. You right. know, if you wanna sing along, fine, but you're not you're not taking that shit. Right, from us. right. So yeah. I wanna say I saw something that said like the number one most popular hip hop song of all time is the Fresh Prince. Thing. Was that the thing that you were showing us? It was a TikTok. I think he shared that maybe. with the Panama Panama okay, text. Yeah. And he actually he said the most the most famous lyrics of all time would have been uh, "Lose Yourself." Okay. And he was going he was doing like a, a lot of different numbers. Yeah, it was a lot of just yeah, like yeah, math, yeah, yeah. right? He said, "Well, Lose Yourself is the most streamed song ever, so therefore whatever." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, actually." You know, the opening theme song to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mm-hmm. is probably the most popular song ever. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. But now they, 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 they never won't. They never yeah, but getting jiggy with it. You can have that one. Yeah, you can have that one. Yeah. All right. So let us know how we did. If you have any contributions, uh, please comment. And uh, yeah, we're going to try to give you more of these top fives in the future. If you guys have any ideas, let us know. For sure. Peace. All right. Peace. <laughs>